everyone and welcome to the Misty Music Podcast with myself, Lucy, and the fabulous David. Oh, fabulous. Yeah. Thanks for that. No, I don't think anyone's ever called me fabulous. So. Oh, yeah, fabulous. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, so um, last episode we were listening to Marianne Faithful, which was my choice, and this time we're listening to David's choices, which is therapy, question mark. Mm-hmm. Do you say do you say therapy question mark or therapy or just, just therapy, therapy? But they therapy. had they used to have t shirts that said therapy question mark on them. I love that. <laughs> I actually said that. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So Infernal Love by Therapy, which was released in June ninety five. But before we just jump into that, we have had some feedback on the Liz Fair episode. Oh we? yes, I think so. Yeah, I remember reading something off our off our pal Kevin, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Kevin says that he loved the Liz um, Fair episode, folks. That's us. So uh, not <laughs> sure about the album, though. I think I have to listen to it a few more times, but I think it's just one of those that isn't going to land with me, even though it's ex- excellently written and performed, which I get. <laughs> yeah, I understand I that. that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think that's the thing. When we listen to albums, I think in any of the podcasts I've done in my... Uh, since I've, I've started doing podcasts... If it's an album that that I have to listen to that I'm, that I'm not, it's not already in my life, you're forced to listen to it two, three, four, five Absolutely. times, whatever. So it's kind of, and only through that, I think you can finally get and understand it. But but there's so many albums, as we've talked about, that I've only listened to once and I've went, it's, no, it's no for me. No. And there'll be still albums out there that I've not, not given that second, third, fourth listen to. You know, yeah, and eventually I think you just put on a little bit of time and, and it gets up, but some albums just don't. You know, I mean, it might, yeah. for, the, for the case, in the case of Kevin, you know, you might have listened to that another two or three times. I went, yeah, it's just not happening, and that's that's fine, you know. No, um, it was a big album as well, wasn't it? Was, it was, was, aye. It was a big kind of yeah, chunk yeah, yeah. of an album. It wasn't it was. short, sharp, or anything yep, like that. It was, so, it's quite an undertaking, so I, uh, yep. Yeah, so, yeah, we get that, Kevin, and thanks again for messaging us. I think that's the only one I've got to. Got some feedback on this time. So, yeah, back to therapy. Uh, Infernal Love by Therapy. So, yeah, your choice. Do you want to tell us a wee bit about why you picked it? Why we like them? Mm-hmm. Anything you've got to get us going? Aye. Right, my, I'll just bore you to death with my, my kind of journey <laughs> with therapy then. Um, so, this is really down to my brother Brian, really. He, he got into therapy. Um, so, I would have been about 14, I think. So he used to go to the Redden Festival every year. You know, we'd go to Redden. Yep. And they played Redden in 93. Um, and he'd come back. And, and he'd always come back with tapes or CDs or, you know, of the bands that he liked. And often he'd come back with the bootlegs of the actual Redden sets that somebody oh, recorded. Yeah. And then just had yeah. obviously had a little setup and decided to copy loads of tapes and sell them yeah. at the festival. <laughs> <laughs> so he came back with like, the bootlegs of the, the, the sets as well. Um, and what was sitting there was the third album, Nurse, um, which was at 92. And um, I just remember because I would always go into his room and just kind of just do an Aussie, which, which he got lying about. And he had Nurse sitting there, and I thought, I wonder what this is. I was always curious about new music, you know. And okay. I put it on and I was like, eh, don't know, not sure. 
was a bit kind of alter- too alternative for me. I was very much heavy metal, and you know that was yeah. heavy, heavy metal and Queen basically. That was my that was my two <laughs> things, <laughs> um, and a few other things, but uh, mainly that. And um, it was a bit mm, not sure, you know, sure. So what happened was then that same year. It was the same year. It was ninety three. I'm pretty sure it was. They released a song called Scream Major, and this is probably their biggest song. That they've ever recorded. It's 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 even for if if you're of a certain age and you were into alternative indie, even metal and and hard rock, or more metal and kind of that kind of stuff, you'll know this song. You know if you're of a certain age, you know because okay. it was a I think it was a top ten ten hat. Um, but what they used to do is usually singles, um, without an album out. So they they kind of did that for a little bit of time. So they put that out. They put another song out called Turn. Um, later in the year, they did a song called Opal Mantra. So they these it was kind of like <clears throat> sort of mini EPs. There were singles, but they're the original music on them. So there's maybe two or three songs, maybe four songs in some cases. And that was really when it when it clicked with me. <clears throat> I was like, these are really super catchy songs. They're really really catchy. Really, and they were like two minutes long. They were really kind of in and out and done. Yeah. <clears throat> but they just had a vibe about them, kind of commercial sounding, but not but for some reason not too commercial they they, they they managed to kind of get a balance which is kind of weird it's not, it's not always easy to, easy to get because sometimes you just push it a wee bit too far and it just becomes overproduced or over over you know it's chasing chasing success but it wasn't like that they just I just did a knack for writing really great catchy quick songs um, and that was that and then in 94 their album Trouble Gum came out which featured all the songs I'm talking about, apart from Open Mantra. So Turn was on it, Scream Major was on it. And that al- album was just... I was 15 at that time, and it was that time, you know, I'd, you know, I, you're, you know, you're starting to get the teenage feelings, or, oh, you yeah. know, you're starting to fancy people, and things like that. Yeah. And that whole album's pretty much about that kind of thing. You know, it's yeah. about teenage love and all this kind of stuff. And, you're, and just get, you're getting feelings at that age, and then you're getting... Versions of your feelings sung to you and all that. Exactly. That's, aye, it's aye. Best time for music. That's it. That's it. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. kind of it. And um, and um, it's it's so it was that that kind of so they had, yeah I got sucked right in and then I went back obviously um to their previous albums and then I, they they made started making more sense to me now even though they're they're kind of different from where they were at at that point they were more um almost industrial at the start um in many ways kind of really noisy kind of noisy rock noise rock type shit to a degree but um but yeah so that that was that that was i saw them live i saw them live at um donnington in 94 um that was great um first time i saw them live i think i think i've seen them live i must have overall seen them live about eight nine times something like that you know overall through the years but coming to this album um infernal love that came out in 95 um summer 95 and the first single came off it was Stories and I remember listening to it and thinking eh, I'm not sure I'm not sure if I like this it's okay but no better than okay and then the album came out and I listened to that and I was like ah it's different but there's, there's definitely moments on it um, but it probably took another year maybe before I really fully kind of grasped it and it kind of sunk in to, to my the accepting it as a good album. Um, where am I at, at, at with this album just now? I think it's I think it's an excellent album for me personally. I love it. Um, 
And it's the last time that Therapy were actually truly excellent because I've released okay. many albums since. Yeah, they've got a big, I big, was going to say a catalogue, catalog, but after they're, this, yeah. Yeah, big, big catalogue. And they're all mediocre. They've got the odd song. The odd album, you think, oh, they've clawed it back a little bit here. This is a bit more interesting or a bit more like the therapy that we, we know and love or whatever. Um, but they've never really, ever since since Infernal Love. So that's, you're talking nearly 30 years now. They've never yeah. really been able to to get the standard back up again, which is a bit of a shame. But as a live band, they're still fantastic live, you know. Still, a, right. still an excellent, excellent live band. But... Anyway, that was really long, and I'll need to cut a lot of that out. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, so, um, yeah, a couple of things you mentioned a wee bit there. So, uh, the fifth album, although there was a couple, I think, was the third album on a major label. I think there was, like you say, it where was, they just released yes, the singles. Yeah. That's right, yep. yep. Yeah. Um, this one got to number nine in the UK charts, mm-hmm. which doesn't mean anything much now, does, no, it, does it, back, did it back, maybe at the time back then it did yeah, yeah these a big days. Deal, eh? yeah. don't know if anybody cares um, yeah Northern Ireland you mentioned that in the last episode when you were um, uh, getting back to me informed in 89 I'm telling you stuff you know if you, you know well, but the listeners I'll don't know so that's all good yeah. uh, so Andy Cairns does the vocals guitar uh, and he's I was reading he's one of two cons- constant members that's kind yes. of been in the band right throughout uh-huh. And then is it Fife Ewing? That's right, yeah. Fife Ewing. On drums. Uh, drums yep. and percussions and backing vocals on this album. Michael Keegan, another constant member that's been in the band mm. right throughout, uh, on bass and backing vocals and guitars on some of the tracks as well. And then there's a couple of extra guys, uh, Martin McCarrick and Simon Clark, that add cello and saxophone and mm-hmm. that sort of stuff to this album. So, yeah, let me get the track listing up. So we've got Epilepsy, um, Stories, A Moment of Clarity, Jude Obscene, Bills of Love, uh, Misery, Bad Mother, uh, Me Versus You, Loose, Diane. I like I like that, Diane. <laughs> Diane. Um, yeah, in uh, 30 seconds. So 11 tracks on this uh, album. And I'm, I'm glad you've... you've You've answered quite a lot of the things I was wanting to ask about it because I have right. only listened to this album. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I wanted to know what they're like now. But I want to know how they went on because mm-hmm. this is a not a middle album, but it's not a first album. It's not, but it's you know a couple albums in, and then they've they've got a lot of albums after this. So I was wanting to ask you what where they've went and how they are because I see they're playing as well in Glasgow mm-hmm. coming up. As well, so I was like, "Oh, I wonder what they're like. I wonder what uh-huh. they're." Well, maybe we should go along. Well, well, uh, well, let's see what you think about the, the album. Then we can maybe go and check that. Yeah, the, the I'll tell you what. Yeah, still, still a great live band, though. Um, absolutely, I would, in, I would endorse anyone going to see them, and and they do kind of, they kind of know what side their bread's buttered, so they do kind of play a lot of the material from their good times, you know, so they right. kind of, it's not still like, right, we're going to play the whole of the new album oh, for fuck's sake, you know yeah, so, yeah. they so know it's, where it's they kinda, yeah. they're, they're kind of clever, they know, they know, they maybe throw the odd new one in there, and that's fine and they're not terrible songs by any means, they're just not, not classic not, therapy, they, you know yeah, yeah. They were, yeah. Uh, I, I did read quite a couple of articles that, that the boy Andy Cairns had um, had, uh, had given the interviews and stuff, so reading a wee bit more about him more than anything so, um, right, my take on it, right, so, um, 
first put it on and I thought, oh, it's a bit macho. Oh, a bit macho. The sound. The sound is a bit okay. the, the sound without picking anything out, first play I'm just, just a bit the first ah, yeah, yeah, first yeah. play I'm a bit macho. Yeah. Probably as far as I would probably ever go with it if it was under my own steam. Sure. If you know what I sure. mean. If it yeah, was yeah, under yeah, my own yeah. steam. But I fucking love this album. Yay! I Woo! absolutely love it. <laughs> and see, the more I listen to it, and I have, I probably listen to it more than I have other albums that that we've done. The more I listen to it, the more I love it. And then, oh yes! Like I wasn't even picking up um, on the lyrics, and uh, you know, I was writing some notes in the lyrics today, and then I'm hearing wee bits, and I'm like, oh, it's even better. Yeah. You know, every bit I'm like, oh, that's where he's going with it because, you know. I don't know if I kind of ignorantly assumed when you says Irish band 90s, I'm going, right. Ah, sure, right, sure. <laughs> I'm thinking there's going to be references to the Troubles. Which there they? are. There are, there nah. are, but I'm going, to, oh, will I understand it? Will I, will I know? Will sure. I be able yeah, to yeah, get yeah. it and all that? And um, I just, the Troubles always, not makes me laugh, but the, the, the name... <laughs> You know what I mean? It's like, it's just like oh, the wee troubles. Oh, eh? the, the troubles. Just that wee, that yeah, the wee troubles. Ah, yeah. <laughs> um, nah, I know what you so, mean. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. just, it just underplays it massively. Yeah, yeah it's just like, yeah, just, if anybody doesn't know anything about it, yeah, the troubles. Um, so, uh, we need Michael yeah, Gregg on for this episode, you know, talking about it because yeah, he's got a lot of good anecdotes about the troubles, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I thought it was a bit macho, but then. And I thought I'd listened to all the nineties music that I thought I would possibly ever like. You sure. know, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I've got because I, I listen to a lot of nineties albums and like nineties stuff. Um, but it's like I thought I'd listened to probably every wee pocket that I was ever going to like. Mm-hmm. But um, there's something about this album that I feel just pulls a youthful feeling in yes. me. Not that the album's youthful, but it's um, there's just something that taps into just what you were saying about that feeling of listening to something and uh, I I don't know if it's like a core kind of speak, it's all these kind of shitty cliches eh, that it sounds like it's in my head already and then I'm being played it but it's like Mm, yeah, you know it's a familiar it's a familiar kind of feeling where it's like, not that I'm saying that I, I could come up with anything like this, remotely like this, but it's just that kind of familiar feeling that kind of speaks to me, which always have that right teenage feeling for me. Um, I mean, it's a, a, a. I've since went on to read that this was pretty controversial after Trouble Gum. Yeah, I mean, it was it was definitely a departure, um, but not completely. I mean, you, you could probably pick three, four songs off the album that probably we could have sat on Trouble Gum, no problem. Um, but yeah, the overall vibe of it is is different. I think I think they, they you know I remember at the time that they were talking about Trouble Gum being very. It's like you know obviously again I mentioned the the, the name of it. It's, you know it's, it's a play on Bubble Gum obviously, but um, and that's kind of what it what it's like. It's kind of it's it's light. It's it's got heavy heavy kind of moods on it, but the the sound of it overall is is really really kind of just just quick. Quick, quick songs, two minutes, three minutes, just go, 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 yeah. go. They do a cover of uh, Isolation on it, no, Joy Division. Um, right. And they make that their own, which is actually it's a really good version. Um, but, I mean, I think the thing is that this was just much darker. Um, right. what, the, what they were talking about was, was it was, I suppose you, you say Trouble Gum would be like, 
you know, meeting up with girls, getting your heart broken, that kind of stuff. And there's all about I mean, the first, the first Larry Con Trouble Gum is uh, my girlfriend said that I need help. My boyfriend said I'd be better off dead. And then, <laughs> you know, and it goes along with that. So there's some, some a wee bit, it's a wee bit kind of like the, the, the butter kind of stuff. Some of the lyrics on Trouble Gum and actually leave a lot to be desired, um, which is not the case in this album. I think the lyrics are excellent on this album. Um, so I think that's it. I think because of things like, even the inclusion of Diane, you know, the Just yeah. Do song, and, you know, the, like Me Versus You and Moment of Clarity and even Bills of Love and things like that, they were very different. You know, that's, that's, and that's, and the way Andy Cairns plays guitar on this album is, is, is different. It's much more layered. He's, he's doing different things. He's using different tones, different, whereas in Trouble Gum, it's pretty much the same tone all the way through. Um, okay. So he's really changed up his playing, and it's one thing even listening to the album for the episode that I just, I just, it just solidified how much he was underrated as a musician. I thought at that time, you know, as a guitarist, and this is the guy who's having to do that and sing. He's not got another guitarist. Yeah. It's it's just him yeah. doing this, and and how he's able to do some of that stuff live and sing is 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 excellent. You know, it's it's just it's just amazing. Um, but yeah, yeah. So you're right. Controversial. You know, and even for me, I was like I say when I first listened to it, I was like, I mean, I was sixteen when it came out, so I was kind of like, ah, it's going to take a few listens. I never hated it, but um, but I remember even stories when the you know the main riff, do 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 which is a really basic riff, but the sax over the top of it, I was like, it's kind of ruining the riff for me, you know, at the time. But now yeah. I don't, I, you know, I'm absolutely fine with it, you know. It's so yeah. so there is. Oh, but- I, so that's the, yeah, I suppose I suppose for your Kerrang audience, which which I talked about previously, therapy would be on the cover of Kerrang and Metal Hammer, but they'd been the cover of NME and they'd been the cover of Melody Maker at the same time. Yeah. So they, yeah. they were they were able to kinda, you know, satisfy both audiences in, in a lot of ways. But I think this album would probably chime more with your NME Melody Maker audience than it would have the, the Kerrang and Metal Hammer audiences, you know. Right. Um you know, in, in my opinion. Um and that's maybe where... So I don't know if it was necessarily controversial from the point of view of a Q reader or a Melody Maker reader. You know, because I think Q... It was, I'm sure I read in the wiki, Q voted it as the, one of the best albums in 95 at the end of the year. Yeah, so, yeah. So, you know, so... Anyway, aye. So that's yeah, a long-winded I, way of saying, wondered, yes, it was controversial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wondered when they were saying about the controversy, like, I was like, what the hell did this previous album sound like was it see you really listen hardcore to rock was it no, I assumed it was that see see if you listen to Trouble Gum you'll be like uh-huh. oh aye right okay but you'll not be like oh my no, god this is like nothing funny. like you know it's no it's no like significantly removed from uh-huh. from uh, Infernal Love but it's different it's different I think and what I only managed to get was that there was more ballads on it and there was more or what they thinker ballads or what and, yeah. and, and firing it out and I even saw you know more theatrical was you know, aye, getting aye, mentioned that, I think I meant I, I think I re- read something where it was somebody at the time had says it was like them trying to be like meatloaf or what and I'm like killing myself laughing <laughs> killing myself I'll see if I can find it because, <laughs> excuse me I was reading it the day going am I listening to the same thing here like hey or is it were people just that upset that they, they moved uh, Away maybe. from what their previous album or my, what? Uh, my God, I fucking hate Meatloaf as well. So, <laughs> so um, God rest mm. his soul. God rest his soul. Yeah. Yeah. You don't even like sharing Meatloaf. Real Dead Ringer and all that. Yeah. 
Nah, it's not my thing. <laughs> nah, nah. I'll need to pick out a meatloaf album then. Um, uh, yeah, you know, it was interesting kind of reading as well. Uh, I read an article where uh, Andy Cairns that was saying about how during the Troubles, only so many people, only so many bands would go up into Northern Ireland, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, and, and play. And, but, uh, you know, there was a right mix of people that did, so there was a big influence. So when he, there was... When I was reading kind of what influences that they had, I was surprised where it was everything from The Smiths, Black Sabbath, Captain Beefheart, Sonic mm-hmm. Youth. It was kind of Susie and the Banshees. Uh, you know, it was kind of all over the place. So I was laughing at myself and I'm thinking like Susie and the Banshees and all that, that's my kind of thing. Black Sabbath, that's kind of your thing. Yeah, yeah. A bit, uh, you know, I've got a funny thing with Captain Beefheart and all that. But it was, you know, it was mm-hmm. pulling on kind of both, both kind of things that... Uh, bands that we would listen to so yeah. um yeah um yeah uh, yeah the meatloaf one was good eh so, <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> i will find that for you um things things i do like about this album i mean there's a bit it's a bit manic at times not as in sounding manic but there's a bit of a unhinged yes aye to it. pretty bitter there's some bitter bits aye. You know, you were if you were saying the last album was like meeting your girlfriend and breaking up with them, or well, this is like the the shit half. Of, yes, this is when it like goes breakups really, are aye, this is this yeah. is when it goes really dark. <laughs> this is when it aye, goes wrong. Aye, aye. Um, but I love Andy Kane's voice because there is a smoothness to it. Yeah, there's a smoothness to a, and there's like you were saying about catchy. I've got catchy written down about twenty times. A, it's yeah. the melodies, the riffs. You know, the bits of the lead guitar. It's a kind of it's there's if I said that it was kind of macho beforehand, I feel like it's a managed aggression. There's a managed. That's a that's a really really clever way of, of, of looking at it. Yeah yeah aye aye. Because because there, there is lots of softness, but then you pick out some of the lyrics. It's like fucking hell. That's mm-hmm. that's like nasty, or that's mm-hmm. like. Well, that was the one thing you that, know. It's... That aye that I thought that would resonate with you was the lyrics. Um, yeah. It was one of the main reasons I picked. It. I thought. Even if the music wasn't hitting you lyrically, you'll be able to find something in here that yeah, can add, you know, that, you know, you know that you'll nah. y- y- that'll chime with you, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And like I say, it just keeps the the more I've been listening to it, the more it kind of it it's kind of opened up to me from just that first play. Probably would have dismissed it, eh? But the music, the lyrics, wee bits, and every time, every bit that. Uh, yeah, it's revealing itself to me, so I'm enjoying it. I'm still enjoying it. Aye, <laughs> yeah. good, good. No, I've really enjoyed it. I mean, because again, it's like you know, obviously, um, you know, you, you you select an album, but you might not necessarily be in the mood to listen. To the, the, you know, the album you're selected. But when I put it on, yeah. I was like, all right, I better, better listen to it. And even though I know the album very well, but I better put it on just to kind of you know remind myself and. But then I, I just kept listening to it again. I could have listened to it yeah. once and I went, right, that's me. Because I know the album that well, but I've listened yeah. to it about like five or six times. You know, yeah. um, even though I've, I've, the album's been in my life for nearly 30 years, you know. it's. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, it's, it's... So, I mean, what, what's favourites for you then? What's, what ones are jumping out to you right away? I think this is the first one I've done in a while that I never wrote. Normally I, I write down my notes and then I write if it's my favourite. I like, oh, I think Bad Mother could be my favourite. Bad Mother's excellent, yeah, yeah. Bad Mother's good, eh? Because it's one of these ones that I would, that's a perfect example of one that I'm, 
it's got that kind of vampy guitar sound on it. Eh? The, it's, it's, that's um, one a good example of kind of the layering of the guitars, the different tones, and yeah, yeah. yeah. And then it like it's catchy, and then when I started listening to it more, and then started listening to the lyrics, I'm like, oh, here we go. Eh? This uh, is yeah. it's too good, eh? you know. Um, so so yeah, that's probably up there. Um, can you can, have you, you've read the lyrics right for Bad Mother? Mm-hmm. Do you think you know what it's about? I tried to, but I would. I, I, th- <laughs> I thought I did, but then I think I've got my own thoughts on it. Whether I'm right, I'm totally. I could well, be totally. I still totally don't wrong. really know what it's about either. So I'd be interested to know what your thoughts are and see if that's something I mean, mine. So it's. <laughs> so I'm taking it as the. He's grown up Protestant. Mm-hmm. The, uh, I mean, the mother's in the care home and stuff, yeah. you know, watching you yeah. waiting to die and all uh-huh. that, kind of watching you no caring anymore. And then the kind of second verse where it goes in, uh, which two words, f- great words, vicious vulgar. So vicious uh, vulgar, colour clash like the 12th day of July. So I'm going, ho-ho, right, there's yeah, a... Yeah. There's a celebration or something going on, maybe. There's a parade <laughs> happening. Yep. And then it's like waiting in the field for you to finish. And mm-hmm. and then... I, I, I really don't want to say something I'm totally ignorant. I feel like I'm quite ignorant on. All right. Do you mean like um, in terms of like the, the troubles, like you're saying? Yeah, the that, troubles. Aye, yeah. you know, aye. It's funny because... That's that. That's interesting. Do it. No, I don't know. It, it's actually the probably the best that I could have come up with. That I, I think it's, I think it's because when I first heard it, I was so young. And see, when you're young and you're, you know, obviously you're no as sophisticated then as I am now. You know, you know. Uh, <laughs> but um, so, so your thoughts, your original thoughts, just stick with you sometimes, and you can't Absolutely. get past them. And then somebody points out twenty years later that song's about that. What? What the fuck? Yeah. So. That's interesting because I mean, I just, I just couldn't, I just couldn't get my head around it at all. But what you're saying makes a lot of sense because even the line of vicious vulgar colours clash like the twelfth day of July, and obviously that's about you know the the orange walk and you know the the, the glorious twelfth as they call it. Um, and uh, oh, it's glorious. Is it? Oh, no, I just wanted to pipe up it. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Is it indeed? <laughs> yeah, my mum once, know. like a side story, right? My mum once went to a funeral, right? So I've grown up like not a clue with anything, right? So, Aye, no so ignorant to so much, right? I remember it, well, it wasn't until I was 32 and I was in North Lanarkshire that I seen people with ash on their forehead. I oh, thought somebody ah, had right. a birth. Ash I Wednesday. thought somebody had a birthmark, like, and then until I saw about twelve kids with the same birthmark, eh? <laughs> so totally sheltered with. It. But my mum once went to a funeral <laughs> that um, she thought he was in the military, and she's going, "Oh, he was well decorated." And then I think she she oh, turned right, day and right. she's like, "Oh," and then she turned out she was at an Orangeman's uh, funeral, eh? and then like didn't know what to do with herself or whatever. Eh? I was like, just, just. Just sing this ash, you'll be fine. <laughs> you'll be fine. You'll be, <laughs> you'll be fine. <laughs> Aye. You can come I mean, grow, me growing up, I'm, I'm, I grew up in Glasgow, I grew up in Govan, you know, of all places, you know, so um, there was orange walks every other, fairly every other week going through, going through Govan, um, you know, and I think they even the, 
the um, I don't know if it's actually true, but it was suggested that there's more walks in the west of Scotland than there are in Northern Ireland. That's not surprising me. You know, so whether that is actually true, but I could believe it, you know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, we'll, we'll not go into our, our, our personal opinions on, on whatever they are on uh, on that side of things. But it's uh, uh, the thing about this album as well, because it's like um, talking about even Bad Mother and a lot of the songs, there's, there's, there's a religious thread through the whole, pretty much the whole album. Yeah. Jesus is mentioned so many times. Oh, yeah. I mean, Satan's mentioned at <laughs> one point as well. And, you know. Yeah, but it's not obvious. See, when you said it was a band, Northern Ireland, at that time and stuff, I'm going, oh, I, I don't know how I'll maybe be able to interpret this or, or mm-hmm. understand this or anything. But you know I love a bit religious themes. Yeah. You yeah. know, you know, like, I, I, although I can't really relate to a lot of the the um, Scottish things, Scottish mm-hmm. religious things, yeah. you know, I'm, um, you know, my, you know, a lot of my family's Hungarian, so growing up with a Catholic, with a, you know, you know, Hungary at that time and stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I, I know it from that point of view. So I love a bit of the that references and love yeah. a bit of the 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 that kind of theme. So um, and I, I laugh to myself that that could speak to me as much through some, you know, through although I can't really relate a lot other than seeing it from living in Scotland, mm-hmm. it, it, it amazed me how much I could kind of relate to them touching on it. Yeah, yeah, From yeah. a different point of view, you know, sure. from a different, from, from, uh, from a different point of view with it. So, um, so yeah, I, you know, I did enjoy that, you know, did enjoy uh, it. Yeah, yeah. You know. Um, funnily enough, my favourites in Bad, Bad Mother is definitely one of them, um, favourites on the album. Um, my favourites are probably the the other, my other favourites are probably the least therapy sounding songs on it. Okay. Um. So one of my favourites is Moment of Clarity and Me versus You are, are two of my favourites. Love Me versus You. Yeah. It's ominous, isn't it? You know the way it starts the with the guitar, the ding 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 ding. Yeah. You know then the big drum. Doom. The big big uh, drums. They eh, come yeah. and it's the first time you properly picked up on the drum drums and it's a, it's that whole power struggle, isn't it? Yeah. Only won't even hear weak in that either. That you're right with the lyrics and how it, you you probably thought it would appeal to me. There is, uh, there's questions over some of them. Some of them are a bit iffy, probably now. And mm-hmm. uh, definitely, you would think are iffy if you just if you were to just pick them out and what. But I'm I'm listening to it. It's, it's none of it's offensive to me or anything like no. that. But it's it's like interesting these kind of these realistic power struggles and thoughts and. All the shit that does go into kind of certainly with you versus me that like relationship there's it's no there's a lot of shit mm-hmm. eh? yeah, yeah and you've yeah. got to acknowledge these maybe bad feelings you have or what so I like that I like mm-hmm. hearing the kind of the fucked up feelings that folk yeah. have yeah you know? I totally <laughs> yeah I mean the the, uh, the the only thing that I thought was we could have been a better lyric just just overall. Um, not because it's dodgy, just because it's maybe not dodgy enough. Maybe that's a problem. <laughs> um, but it's it's you know um, I saw the light on in your house. Undo the, the, the undo the chain and let me in. I yeah. want it's that undo the chain and let me in. I want to talk, and I'm like, oh, you need a better line. And I want to talk. <laughs> I don't know. It's just yeah. I know what he's inferring. Like I just want to talk, and obviously that's exactly the opposite of what he wants to do. Yeah. Clearly, but. I don't know. I just always just I want to talk, and it's like, all right, okay, 
that, is, that, is that where this is building up to you know I don't know it just always it always jarred with me slightly I was like oh, could have been a better line there you know um, yeah. but see even listen to it recently you know I never wanted this disease I never wanted you to leave right and, I, and I'm like and I always I always interpreted it as I never wanted this disease I never wanted to have these feelings you know for you and mm-hmm. is that the disease but then I thought is it an actual disease has he got a disease and she's she's bugged off because he's got a disease or so <laughs> is it that literal <laughs> you, know? you know it's funny you say that because I was listening to it with the thought uh, yeah I never wanted this burden of this disease mm. and these feelings of this whatever right yeah I think that's but, what it is, actually is but just... I was blurting it out and when I was singing it you know I've got Crohn's disease eh? so I'm going mm. I never want and then, <laughs> I've been singing it going to work like I don't want Crohn's disease you know? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I can make it literal I just like it and it's and it's even the because it's really drum heavy even when it comes into the chorus the drums are quite high up in the mix you know and the, the snare rolls and all that that Fife does and I have I, I, just for, for what it's worth I think Fife's a, a stunning drummer an amazing drummer and when he left they did lose a, did lose a massive part of their DNA when he left um, yeah. right right after this album um um, year later because of this album well it, it, it's when they were talking I remember when um, Semi Detached which was the album out after this came out and they were doing the press for that I remember Andy Cairns talking about the this period when they did this mm-hmm. and I remember looking back and just thinking we were all just out of tits you know and and, <laughs> and, and the fake tashies and all that they were wearing because obviously the cover they all get like these fake tashies on and stuff yeah. and um I just think, and he looks back and just how, how ridiculous it was and all that. And I'm thinking, right, I, I, right, okay, that that's fine. But thing is, you've made a really bog standard, slightly bland album, and you're looking back in something that actually was a seriously good bit of work, <laughs> and it was yeah. just like, nah, mate, Infernal Love is far better than this album, you know, that you're releasing, yeah. you know. So it's it was a bit like that, because um, I think they were, I think they were just obviously like, what you know, they were had a bit of success and probably. You know, Man. I don't know if all all three of them were, were you know, uh, they were all affected by drugs, but um, maybe not so much Michael. Michael always strikes me as a more more straight guy. Maybe maybe right. a beer, maybe a bevy or something. I don't know, but um, but yeah, yeah, I um, can't remember what we're going with us, but oh, can't <laughs> mind. Uh, um, so we'll talk about me so, versus you, and then we. Yeah, so um, ep- epilepsy, the one that kicks off with, eh? It's so. It's um Aye. There's a couple tracks on it. I think there's only two where the lyrics are pretty straightforward, eh? They're pretty short, mm-hmm. kinda no complicated, mm-hmm. kinda um Aye, there's no a lot more in this. about the melody. Yeah. yeah a lot no more li- kinda aye. melody yeah. and, 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 and sound. Yeah, yeah. But I like the kind of backing vocals on this one as well, eh? Where it just that's where I was that's an example of where I was saying it just softens it a bit, eh? It's that kind of layered, soft, and uh, a wee noise, wild, aye. noisy bit, eh? But, um, but, uh, aye, uh, it's not. I like the I bit when it breaks album. down and it goes into the wee kind of jazz bit. I'm oh, sorry, yeah. I was just going to say the wee bit when it breaks down goes into the kind of wee jazzy bit. Do 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 do. The bass is kind of doing yeah. this wee quite a bit like that bit in epilepsy actually. Do Do you like stories now? Now I know you were saying it was like the I first single when you were a bit. Not- it's not one of my favourites on the album. Yeah. It's 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 very much ah that's the single. It feels very much that's yeah. the single. Well, I know loose is loose is obviously like very very single material as well, you know. Um, but 
and I like it better now than I did then, certainly. Yeah. But it might have been it might be one of the weaker moments, if I'm being honest. I mean, I can you can see the single that's what I was saying. All I've got down for it is catchy. It's catchy mm. and the um, aye, happy people have no stories. That's I mean that re- repetition that it's catchy on the ah um, yep. And, and I like again the drums were there at the end when when face gone then it was just on the snare. Happy people have no, it's the on the snare. Hey. And then he puts in that uh, he puts in the toms you know just weak things like that. Just really really smart. Um, the after I listened to this album um, for the first time, I had to remind myself that you said that they were from Northern Ireland, eh? Oh, right, Before aye, I was right. picking up on the lyrics and sure. stuff, before I was picking up on uh, uh, the thing, you know, there's the, this was a wee bit American, ain't it? Mm-hmm. I know Is what that you mean. Enough? Ah, no, I know Is what you that? mean. I mean, I think, I think American punk was, was in their influence as much as the British bands and, you know, so I think it was a big mix, mix of things, you know? Yeah, Loose is a wee bit like that as well. Aye. Is it? yeah, yeah. yeah. That yeah. kind of... It's almost um, kind of California or something, you know, kind of yeah. California kind of style to it, you know. Yeah. Yep, totally. Um, but, yeah, Moment of Clarity is good. And today was the first day that I actually learned, read the lyrics for it. Right, okay. When I was listening to it. And then that's when, this is when it was just getting more to me. So it's, I, I, you know, if if... What I was reading about there being more ballads on the album is being a criticism. This is funny to me because oh, I know. listen, you know, it's it's got a kind of wicked chord progression. It's got an epic yep. kind of feel mm-hmm. to it. And then some of the lyrics say, your ass like Jesus' feet worth kissing. <laughs> and then uh, give yourself to me, I share your need. That's brilliant, eh? Yeah. And then your lips like bruised vulva. Yeah. I did not think I would say that word. Aye. Lips like bruised vulva. There's a lot of because girls it, about that have lips like bruised vulva these days, isn't there, though? There is. <laughs> You're so right. And it's, it was ahead of its time. It was predicting the future. Oh, it was ahead of its time. Aye. I always think with all these lip places and hairdressers and all that, we should all be walking about like it's Monte Carlo or something like that. Aye, totally. It's just wearing away. Well, <laughs> no. the pissing rain um, and the sleet. And- <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so uh, because I can see that description, I, I, like I'm picturing that straight away. Hey, my aye, mind's yeah, eye, yeah. I've got I'm picturing, <laughs> picturing <laughs> that. So, which is funny because it's, aye, if that's supposed to be the criticism of it, eh, that that is meant to, if this is kind of different for them, then aye, I mean, it's it's aye. good. So no, I'm it's one of my it, one eh? of my favorites. In fact, the you can watch this on YouTube. Um, I'm at Tina Park playing this. Um, it's on YouTube, yeah. um, and it's good. You should check it out. And it's got a from the time, from the time, from '95. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's got a it's got a cellist. She's on stage playing the cello along with along with them. Um, but it's good. It's good. It's a good a good performance. Uh, that's when he's got the kind of he looks like a kind of rockabilly guy, you know. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah. but I know it's it's one of my favourites. Um, because again, the guitar's kind of like it's not even necessarily nice sounding, even in the chorus. Like, it's kind of scratches. It's no, it's yeah. not kind of really kind of. It's really kind of discordant sounding, um, which I like. Um, and then when he even goes into higher, you know, I thought of you tonight and science eating heat. Oh, you know that's that. Good. And then it gets higher at the end and stuff. It just it's yeah. quite really effective. But it's, it, again, this is one. Of, this is one of my favourites on the album. You know, and yeah. and it's and it's not typical therapy. You know, and. 
um, which is which is interesting. But I think I think that's a th- that's a thing with them. I think this was it. This was the last hurrah, as I've said, and it was just you know the creativity was just they, they started becoming really basic. Um, yeah. After this, you know, they were kind of basic and at moments before, but basic, but really fucking good, really effective yeah. at it. You know, they could really, really just knock them out, and they were yeah. basic to a, to a degree, but they were catchy. The wrists were great, but they became basic and just not, not that good. You know, and, yeah, and just and dull, a bit dull. Aye, exactly. Yeah, yeah like phoning yeah. it in, kind of thing, that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. Um, yeah. but uh, aye, moment of clarity. I like um, on this this one is a kind of good example he's, I love some of his pronounce, pronunciation it's like proper clar- clarity ah uh, yep yep you know it's clarity. like uh, there's some there's a couple wee bits on it where it's like you know it, it, like I say I had to remind myself that they were from Northern Ireland eh because it's like yep. some of the pronunciation is quite good eh yeah, so some of the other kind of um, ballads ones, so there's Bills of Love. I don't know if I've ever heard the word Bills in a song. Aye. I don't think I have. It sounds a wee bit Irishy, doesn't it? Bowls it's got the kind of... <laughs> oh, they, they, they. <laughs> Bowls. No, Bills sound Irishy. <laughs> the song. <laughs> um, aye, it's got that kind of like, it's almost, uh, I know what you mean, because it's got the kind of accordion in it we and stuff. Chant- and... The week accordion uh, chanting yeah, music yeah, in the titty. Yeah. Uh, Again, it's a kind of simple lyrics structure. It's kind yep. of structured a bit, not too many lyrics to it, and it's got the strummy guitars. Uh, yeah, it's uh, accordion. I mean, it's it? good. I mean, the lyrics are good. I got quite, though, the kind of poetic and all that. You know, it took took me naive and ugly into your festering yeah. heart and stuff. You know. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And then what else have we got? What about see the the Diane? So it, so that's the cover. Is it anything like the original verse? Is it? Yes and no. Um, the the original Husker Du version is guitar-y. so it's kind of obviously you you're, you're maybe aware. Of, I, I think you're aware of Husker Du. Are you aware of them? Yeah, 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 yeah. So um, kind of obviously arty post punk yeah. kind of stuff, you know. Um, but their version is the chorus is probably similar in terms of melody, but the uh-huh. verses in the Husker Du version are almost like. I've no really got a melody, so Andy's kind of injected a bit of melody into the the verses. That's right. kind of different, different from that. And it's, it's it's obviously guitar. It's no cello, and the way it is with this. Um, yeah. I, I I think you know controversially, you know, who's got those fans listening going, you're insane. But this is a better version for me um, than the original. Right. You know, this this does does beat it um, because I think they've, they've managed to take the essence of the song, the lyrics, and really darken it. Whereas the original one, you would, if you're listening to it and you, you hadn't paid attention to the lyrics, you'd just think it was some noise rock song, you know, whatever, you know. Um, yeah. But, but they've they've right. taken they've taken this and really honed in and and made it made it sinister, you know, because that's okay. what it is. Because it is, it's really it's it's not horrible. It's it's not an easy listen, you know, lyrically, you know, it's it's horrible, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Starts off kind of nice with the. I mean, it kicks off quite. It's got a big long intro, eh? And the cello yeah. comes in, and it's that kind of short, sharp, kind of almost, ee, 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 mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. almost that. Um, and then what's it going out in the car, isn't it? And then it, it basically ends up Diane gets killed, don't she? Yeah, yeah, nice. yeah that's so, right. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, and it's kind of it's, it's it's kind of like it's, it's like a serial killer movie yeah. done in a done in song version, really. You know, um, 
you know, even down to you know, putting her clothes in a nice neat little pile and all that. These kind of like yeah. compulsions and all that that you know serial killers have. They yeah. do certain things and 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 things like that. You know, so um, what did you? Th- I mean, what did you think um, when you first heard the the opening lines and? What was your feeling? Was you, was you thinking this is too much? This is overkill? This is no. this is trying to be shocking? Or no, not at all. No, no, it would take much more, more to shock me than that. It is that it was that I think it took me a wee while to pick up more on the lyrics, but it was mm-hmm. the 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 music. I'm going getting the Diane like you're dying. That you know the yeah, yeah. reference, and um, it almost sounds like it could be a love song. It is that. It's like the way he sings Diane, it's almost like a pleading, kind of tortured yeah. kind of so- song. So it took me a wee while to kind of realise that the, the real, uh, real kind of darkness of the, the, the lyrics. So, um, mm. which, uh, and then when, once, by the time I kind of picked up on that, I was already in. I was already, yeah, yeah. I was already, you know, I was mm. already enjoying it. So, um, no, I think it's good. It almost sounds beautiful. I know what you mean. It's, I mean, musically, it's, it's excellent. I mean, the yeah. cello's cello's brilliant on it. Um, yeah. And even the the kind of the you know the harmonies and the the Diane's and all that they sound really really good as well. Yeah. Um, but I, I think it's I think it's excellent. I really do. Um, and I don't think in any way. Um, you know, you're talking about some of the lyrics, you know, on the album, and and there are a few that could be either taken out of context or maybe could have been thought about better, possibly. Um, but I think in this case, it's just it's just uh, someone in that mindset. I don't think it's it's out to to glorify this stuff in any way. It's a story. Oh, no. It's no more. It's no diff- more. A st- you know, it's no less a story than than making a movie about a serial killer. You know, and yeah, they get made ten so- a, ten a dozen in Netflix exactly. series. To get made ten a, a dozen, you know, so there is no difference unless unless you put a foot wrong and start making out that it's it's some somehow a good thing or or whatever, you know. Um, you I know, get that. but it's just it's just a, it's a story, you know. It's I, not I, it's not a nice story, but it's a story. I get that. I get so bored with that argument over like, oh, is it glamorizing violence mm-hmm. or is it glamorizing abuse mm-hmm. against women or whatever? I get so bored with that because I listen to plenty of women that it's from the other side. Or I think we touched on this on the um the Carol King one. Funnily, funnily mm-hmm. enough, eh? it's uh, you know she wrote. Uh, it hit me and it felt like a kiss. It's so, it, yeah. you know, it depends what we, if you just took out the lyrics, especially in a couple of these ones and, and Misery and... Misery, and, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah. And, and 30 Seconds as well, there's a couple, if you just mm. took it out, yeah, it's, it's, it's horrible lyrics. It's, ah, I, yeah, I get yeah. it, you know? Yeah. But um, I always think it's supposed to make you think, if I didn't hear lyrics like like some of the stuff I listened to when I was a teenager and right into my adulthood, eh, violence and power struggles and terrible feelings and bad feelings I wouldn't have normalised some of the stuff that I had myself and sure. found a balance between what what yeah it's alright to sing a bit but it's, you don't do that in real life or what you know mm-hmm. it's to find that kind of so um, so uh, yeah what was it it was misery isn't it where it's like proper it's what it's one of the things that I absolutely love in music it's that ability to say things that you wouldn't be able to say in and talk about things or think about things like, like it because it happens. Yeah, these yeah, sort of things happen yeah. all the time, like all the time. Mm. So, um, so yeah, it's um, I like having a wee ponder Aye, on it. Eh? No, no, definitely. 
what do you think about the the kind of wee interludes, the kind of David Holmes? So this is the DJ that does the wee bits in between the wee segues because you've got the one that leads from sort of bad mother into me versus you, then me versus you into uh, Diane. Um, yeah. Oh, any sorry, just, Annie Lewis, sorry. Um, I just thought there were big, um, huge, long uh, outros. Right. Okay. Which they essentially uh, are. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, I like them, eh? I like mm-hmm. that. That's something you didn't really get in albums a lot now, eh? Yeah. You used to, you know? Yeah. So, um, no, I enjoyed it. Enjoyed Aye. it. Happy with it. Because that was, again, just the D- DJ David Holmes at the time. And I think it's like David Holmes is still about, actually. And, um, I'd, you know, I'd, um, they just got a minute to do a couple, couple, few wee bits. And they just, they just kind of put them, tagged yeah, them on. Interesting. Onto the song, so. Um, but, um,. Loose itself, what do you think it? Yeah, this just makes me happy. Aye. It's the only see loose. Loose is loose is kinda like trouble gum. Loose is like see see right. to trouble gum you get like lo- that in abundance. That kind of right. good feel good feel good stuff. Um and uh yeah, I think it was something like along the lines of that you said it's about the f- it makes you feel y- youthful. That was what you're talking yeah, about. The just, youthful thing. Th- Oh, I thought it said I, something really like profound. Or no, no, <laughs> but like... that's, no, but that's what it is. Is for two reasons because I was very much like this teenager starting to kind of like figure out what the hell's going on with me and stuff. You know, from my, you know, I had my first when I started getting out with someone at fifteen, so that's when that album was out, and this always like ties in because Trouble Gum was out ninety four when I started getting out with my first girlfriend. And that album is very much kind of optimistic about being with the <laughs> And then yeah. this album came out the following summer and I get dumped. And this album's very much a, like a dump album, you know. It's like, it's the album you get dumped yeah. to. I think it is, you know. So it's quite interesting. So therapy's kind of, you know, that big period kind of <laughs> marries up with my... Um, but so you're talking about the youthful thing. But yeah, even when I put it on now and I put it on Trouble Gum, it does just take me back to being a teenager. It's one of the I ones that. I just feel like a teenager, you know. And... and Aye. It's not often I get that feeling again listening to something new mm-hmm. because let's be, be honest, I still feel like that 15, 16 year old girl that didn't mm-hmm. know what the fuck was going on, mm-hmm. but I'm in an adult's. Well, I, I'm, I'm saying I'm in an adult's body. Like, I'd like to be in more of an adult's body. <laughs> like, I'd like, like, but, but you'll only know that because you know what I, you look like or what. But, but, you are an adult's but, like, body, listen. Yeah, well, I know, I know technically I am, but I would wish it was more adulty. But, um, <laughs> but I still feel like that same kid, like, eh? sure. so, and Aye. these feelings are what, and you're just pretending to be an adult in, in these situations. So, it, this is an album. Like, I hate to, it's a really crass comparison, but, but, you know, I started talking about um, the Carol King thing. She was writing these polished, perfect, universal songs Mm -hmm. at 17, right? This is the opposite of where it's like, I didn't quite know what the fuck's going on. You probably don't believe half these lyrics or what. They're not 100%, oh, this is everything I feel or what, but it is that working it out that I can't tell if I fucking hate you or I fucking love you or what. Uh, It's it's that kind of... That's what I was meaning about that kind of manic. It's just feelings, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And uh, and I would never have thought that when I put it on and just thought it was kind of macho stuff or what. Eh? So um, you can add that similar so, with uh, King for a Day, though, didn't you? Um, the Faith of Realm. When Get Out started, day you thought, oh god, no. Oh, you know, absolutely. This is uh, almost similar feeling, you know, the macho yeah, stuff. Absolutely. I said in my world, you know. Yeah. 
But there's some bits in this that, I mean, some of the lyrics, you mentioned Lucy there and I said it was kind of sounded a wee American to me. Mm -hmm. It uses one of my favourite references ever and it says, you're my space cadet. (laughs) I love when folk get called space cadets. It just makes me happy. Let me try on your dress. Is it a friendship thing? You you know, we're like a sister and a brother kind of. Well, I I, I thought it it can't be. Surely it can't be a relationship because people say we look like sister and brother because like that be fucking weird if they're in a relationship because you know no. so maybe it is it's just that purely platonic thing they just they're just aye you know no. they're just having a great time and you know um, but I remember I struggled with this at the time as well right. Lewis, because you know when I talked about they, they had this knack for being commercial but not kind of pushing it they, they kind of yeah. reserved a bit of rawness and this maybe just went over the line slightly where it's like a wee bit, this is a wee bit kind of soft, you know? Yeah. Um, and But now I don't feel that way about it. I, I kind of am over it and I got over yeah. it, you know, pretty quickly. But when I first heard it, I thought, ooh, it's a bit kind of, you know, a, bit, a bit too, too kind of. But it's 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 winking at the camera. It's not it's not like a, you know, we're trying yeah. to be, you know, it's just it just happens to be really catchy and, it's, and the lyrics, like you say, are, or can I just throw away stupid, you know? But the video, have you watched the video for it? I've not watched anything. I've only been listening to the album. Wow. And reading the, and reading the, the articles that I've done. Right, well, you watched... I'm excited to... I'm proper excited to the way. They, they, they did two videos. So they did have videos for, a video for stories, which is mm-hmm. um, pretty much a performance video. It's nothing special, you know? It's, it's, it's nah. whatever. You might want to watch it just out of basic interest, but... The loose uh, video is completely the opposite from the song. Okay. It's in black and white. It's all kind of fucked up. and So the song's all happy, but the video's kind of not. Ah, right. Okay. Um, And it's kind of about this woman. It's the, this, this woman's basically... I won't say too much, but the woman's in, like, in a room with a band and she's just subjecting them to various things. And, you know... <laughs> um. But it's funny. It's it's kind of amusing, but kind of like it's it's just it's just know what you'd expect. It's just like the right. opposite. It's yeah. you know it, it it totally goes against the the actual song. So, but it's right. interesting to well, check out. I'll listen to it. I watch it, and then I'll I'll let you. I'll Aye, tell let you next know. time what with what you think. Kate. Aye, definitely. I did. Um, I don't know if we've covered all the songs. No, we've got one. I think we've definitely got. We've got. Uh, we never talk too much about Jude the Obscene. Jude the Obscene, yeah. I mean, again, religious stuff, you know, Jude the Apostle, uh, Jude, Jude the Obscene, and, you know. Um, nah. It is. Uh, I, 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 you know, she was born the same time as me to a small souled woman who died at 23, you know. 23, and, aye. You know, that's quite a, a good opening line. I quite like that. Nah. Uh, nah, it's good. Uh, it's good. Um. But the last, the big one, the final is thirty seconds. Eh? Yeah. So it's it's quite a. Aye, it's a kind of a, a rocky ending <laughs> to the album. I remember at the time when they were um, talking about the line, "How do we get from the blue light disco to cracking up in San Francisco?" I remember talking about that as that is biographical because we used to hang about the blue light disco where they were from. Yeah. You know, just you know, learn. You know, they would they would. 
you know, just just like anyone would go. And like, how did we get for there? He like playing gigs in San Francisco and yeah. So they'd had the success by this point Ah, with the the last kind of album or what, and then yeah, yeah. Do you know Uh, they? Do you know at this point? I think it might have been the year. It was the year before. They did a cover of Iron Man, and Ozzy sang on it. I read that. Did Ozzy sing on it? I read that they did a cover. But I didn't read um, the Aussie sang on it because yeah. uh, there was a couple covers that I'd seen that they'd done. They've done a lot of covers, like nice and sleazy, and and right. you know a lot of kind of like they've um, done. Um, oh God, they've done. Oh, they've done tons. I can't even think of any of them now, but they've done. I have done a load, a load. I'm just like, two beers in and I can't even think you know, that's, that's <laughs> I'm getting, getting the old man stage you know um, <laughs> uh, but 30 seconds I mean I um, I guess some of the lyrics are pretty wild in that you know and yeah. and I think it's always it's, it's, it, I think the, the whole thing is about hope just there's always there's always a light at the end of the tunnel kind of thing or, that's what I love about it or is <laughs> there's a light at the end of the tunnel you're dying you can look at it the other way you know True. going towards True. the light I took it Ever the, ever the optimist I took it as whatever I think it is happens that. you can I yeah. think it is that you know because I think they've ended on a high just to kind of say you know I yeah, mean I know I mean, it, it gets on and on saying there is a light at the end of the tunnel and I don't get me wrong I mean when I've got the needle on the, the vinyl I'll be pulling it off the vinyl just you know, stop it just like it's fuck done. up <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think I probably did that on Spotify a couple of times you probably did um, but this is I mean it's f- this is the right. This is the record I bought at the time. And I've still got it, right? So I that's, love that. So that's it, and it's and 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 it's really really nice because look. I didn't realise they were fake mustaches. Well, Andy Cairns has got that goatee thing, beard thing. Right. So the rest they put on tashes. Now you just put a fake one on the top of the top. Like, I love that. But the vinyl's lovely, man. It's got that wee kind of love heart thing on. Oh, is it red or orange? It's red. Uh, right, that's cool. It's red. I love so, coloured vinyl. So that's uh, it. Is. So that was the one for the time and. I think you can get some decent money for it, but I wouldn't. I wouldn't sell it anyway. No. But, but um, bye. It's um, it's a nice package. And the the cover, the cover was Ant- Anton Corbin, who does all the Depeche Mode's kind of right. artwork and videos and all that. So when you actually see it, and you can even think of like the video for like Battle of a Gun and all that. It's got that same. Yeah, kinda, it's it's similar. Eh? It's that nineties. You know? Yeah. Totally. That's not um, surprising me, yeah. Aye. Just last wee bit on uh, 30 seconds. I love how it finishes a bit unhinged, eh? It mm. finishes. I know it keeps going on about the light mm. at the end of the tunnel, but at the very end, it just stops with noise and music yeah. in it. Just mm-hmm. guitars are just noise. So I like it. Aye. I like it. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for you bringing me this one because it's good and I've enjoyed it. No, I'm, I'm glad. Um, that was the one I was... I was I probably was going to give you instead of the, the misfits, but, oh, but we, got, we got there. Get there. <laughs> we got there. But yeah. I'm, not, I'm really glad you, you you like it because I was hoping you'd like it. Because uh-huh. the more I listened to it, the more I was kind of thinking, I think she, I think she might like it. I think, I hope she likes yeah. it. And I think it's that what I was yeah. You know, it's kind of presenting yeah. your work to somebody. You know, I hope they like it. You know, even though it's, it's true. It's nothing to do with me. It's just me going. Here's an album, but but no, I hope she likes it. But um. No, I'm I'm really really happy you do, and 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 yeah, you've you've kind of you've everything you're saying is is kind of what I was kind of hoping you were going to say in terms of yeah, like you know I hope you, the lyrics were going to resonate with you. I was hoping you're going to pick up on the the guitar work um, yeah. as well on the album. And no, as as it's, it's it's for me, it's I've actually I probably I probably like it now more than I've ever liked it. You know, this moment yeah. in time. You know, um, 
if I was to say whether you go after this, if you were want to go somewhere else, it probably would just be trouble gum. I think. I think you go. Yeah, to I'm thinking. I'd just go back one. Eh? Just go to trouble gum, and and then I would probably go the arm before that eh, to nurse, and you'll you'll hear you'll hear a kind of more serious band, maybe. You want to okay. call it that? A more serious band, um, and definitely more like get more that alternative lean to it. You know, on right, on okay. Nurse, the, the album before Trouble but I still think Nurse is, is great. Basically, the first five albums I think are, are excellent. You know, good, good. And they but they but they, it... burnt, they burnt out quick. <laughs> you know, because yeah. because that was like a five year period. The first first two were mini albums, right? So the first one uh-huh. came out in nineteen ninety, and they were basically releasing an album almost every year um, to ninety five. And um, but it's it's crazy in that five years when you listen to that first Pleasure Death, which is the first um, mini album. Mm-hmm. To Infernal Love, it's not the same band. Nah. You know, it's just not the that same short band. Short space of time, and that's your, you know how they evolved. Nah. You know, but that nah. was that was a good thing about them. They were able to kind of actually be successful every kind of through all their evolution. Every it sounded it sounded that did it sound like they're they're still struggling? It's just it's just where they were at that moment in time. You know, musically. Nah. You know, and um, they were just so fucking good at doing it. You know, so they're, oddly, like you know, if if they quit after this album, they might be up there with one of my favourite bands. But really, because they've just kept going. Because that I've kept bit. going, it's just like it's a bit hard to say that, you know. Um, yeah. Now, but um, but I know I'm really, really, really pleased that you like. I that. did look to see if there was tickets for them when they were playing in Glasgow. I thought I'm loving this. I want to mm-hmm. dive in and see what they're like playing live. Eh? But they're sold out. Tiny, it sold tiny out? venue. Where tiny is it on and more? No, it's a uh, what's that one you hate? Um, oh, Tuts, King Tuts. Aye, ah, well, I'm, I'm all right with that then. No, because yeah, I've seen them. Yeah. I've only seen them um, the last time I seen them was at Garage, and they were doing. Were they doing this album? Yeah, I think I read that they'd done a few played it ah, in its entirety, and, and so uh, maybe it would have been. Maybe it would have been this album. Um, Aye, it was. It was. It was Infernal Love, but they didn't play it like start to finish. They just kind of mixed up um, right. in the set kind of thing. Um, so wasn't it? Wasn't it? Which I'd prefer them just play it start to finish. To be honest, but um, and they did that with Trouble Gum as well. I've seen them do, do Trouble Gum, you know, um, live as well. But I've seen them on the, the tours as well. You know, at that, the actual time, um, which is great. But I no, really, really pleased. Yeah, good. Really, yeah, really pleased. So thank you. So, uh, back to me. Aye. Right, so, um, yeah, um, I was struggling between two and then I've stuck with one, so I'm, I'm confident with this one. So, um, I'm a bit upset that now you've found two albums that I love and I think I've only found one and it was the first one we did. Oh, Manic Moonlight. With, uh, Manic Marky Moonlight. Marky Moon. Manic um, Moonlight's a fucking album it, for another band I like. Yeah, um, <laughs> and it was so early on and I've never... I've, Peaked too early, so um, I'm no, going to go but, with. No, well, I've not disliked anything though. I don't think you've disliked it, but I've never like. Oh, I love it. I don't know. Carol King was pretty bloody good. You did like Carol. Like that is good, isn't it? I don't know if you'll like it with this album, but I feel like this album is a bit of a reply to the album you've just picked. Okay. Although, in in ways, it's fucking not because they're like a <laughs> New York band and. Okay. I'm thinking they're a trio. They're uh, uh, I'm pulling at strings, maybe. But um, I'm going for a 2003 album uh, by the Yeah Yeah Yeahs. 
oh. called Fever to Tell. Okay. Tell me I, you've no listened to it first. I haven't. Good, that's fine. That's all I need to know. See, I thought I knew what the Yeah Yeah Yeah's were mm-hmm. as a band, and and I thought I knew what their sound was, and it was just mm-hmm. like, ah, no, it's not my thing, you know. And right. I was listening to Six Music, and you know, you're driving, something come on. I was like, who's this? And I kind of, you know, you look down and you see Yeah Yeah Yeah's, yeah. and I was like, it actually doesn't sound like what I th- I'm about to get them mixed up with somebody else because this isn't the kind of sound that I. In my head, I'd associated with this band, so I think yeah. I've got them mixed up with somebody else. So it'll be quite interesting. Okay, so let yeah. me get a note of this. So yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the name of the album? Sorry, Fever to Tell. Fever to Their Tell. Their debut album, and I've purposely picked this because I think it will be more up, more up your street than some of the other their other stuff. Okay. Then um, I mean, this is like talking about teenage albums. This is like right up there. This is a teenage album for me. And in their next album, that the Show Your Bones that came out. Um, okay. Yeah. So I've not but, heard that. No, no chance. Yeah. This, this. I, I'll tell you more later when we do it next time. But when I, I was fourteen and in Hungary, and this album was all over Europe. Like right. I mean, and I was would go uh, into uh, my, my uncle's house and watch MTV Europe and some I of the singles MTV from Europe. this Europe so much better, wasn't it? Eh? Because I, I mean, it probably was. It was probably like pretty shite but compared to what it became it was fucking Aye. great you know seeing the army of lovers and all that on it and stuff and just like these fucking weird kind of bands and stuff all yeah. these pure euro bands and stuff it's brilliant yeah but so, I swear to god some of the music that I still listen to is because I heard it on MTV Europe, Europe, Europe and, and, and Listen, Hungary and it was I'm like an album in my summer you know I'm the same. they did a lot of good shows a lot of good shows 120 Aye. Minutes was a great show in the 90s as Aye. well and Paul King it was uh, used to host that and I anyway yeah, Sorry. so so this album was all over all over um, MTV Europe and uh, yeah, it's I, I adore this album. Eh? I adore Karen O that sings in it. It's a, like I say, a trio band. So um, so yeah, so Fever to Tell with uh, the Yeah Yeah Yes. Excellent. Right, well I'm going to check that out. Excellent. Right, that's us. So uh, yeah, thank you everyone for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it and. Uh, learning a wee bit more if you don't already know about um, Inferno Love and Therapy so um, mm-hmm. yeah thank you thank you speak to you see it's not I was going to say speak to you is going to say see you soon and uh, we'll catch you again catch you later aye. catch yeah. you next time aye. catch us yeah. later see you in a while <laughs> crocodile <laughs> class <laughs>